This is the Venturing Angler Podcast, sponsored by Nautilus Reels, and it is tested on animals. In this episode, we'll talk to Captain Ron Doerr of Bite Me Charters in Jupiter, Florida. I've fished with Ron for a number of years, and I'm always blown away with the number of fly fishing opportunities and the diverse offerings of the area, as well as the range of species available out of Jupiter. Let's chat with Captain Ron Doerr. So we're here with Captain Ron Doerr of Bite Me Charters in Jupiter, Florida. Ron, tell us about Jupiter fly fishing. It's actually a unique uh, system here. We have inside, intercoastal, and we have the offshore. And then we also have a river system here that you can go up in uh, the backcountry. Mostly mangroves. There's some you know, houses along the river, but once you get into the back park, it's Jonathan Dickinson State Park, and there's mangroves back in there. Um, it's been better the last couple years pretty much in the intercoastal and then along the beaches, and then we also have the offshore fishery. We've got quite a few species that way. Great. And of, of the species, it sounds like you have quite the range, um, an incredible range, actually. What are some of the fish that uh, you target? Yeah, we do have, a, we have an incredible range. Uh, I'll give you a quick example. In May of 2004, um, with one particular uh, return customer, we've caught 17 species in one day. Wow. Yeah, and uh, quite often I've got, I've caught uh, 15 species, and our average is between 5 to 9 species a day. Just to give you a rough example, we have uh, false albacore and blue runners and rainbow runners, uh, sometimes cobias, dolphin, which is the mai mai, um, and dorado on the, on the other coast, they kind of all ID them at the same time. And then we have, um, uh, there's some, once in a while we get some sailfish on a fly. It's a difficult thing, but we get them. We have tarpon along the beaches. We have Spanish mackerel, king mackerel, uh, snappers, which we can get on sinking lines, inter, intermediate lines, in the shallow spots. We have uh, a great snook fishery. We have, um, there's probably some of the best jack fishing along the beaches in the winter time. Jack's up to 30, 40 pounds along the beaches. Uh, it's just great to go and chase them on a popper with no hook and bring them in the customers. We do that, we have bluefish, pompano, ladyfish. Uh, so it's amazing, I'm, I can keep naming more species, it's, it's amazing how many different animals that we do have in this neighborhood. And plenty and plenty of sharks. You know, there's, there's so many different kinds of sharks. Just today, as we fish today, Tim, we know we saw uh, five different species of sharks already. And in the wintertime, the spinner sharks, which is the same family as the black tips, they come in, and spawn along our beaches. So, I'm from California. I know about this from national news stories because it seems like it's <laughs> yeah. on the evening news yeah, every does. year. <clears throat> a massive migration of sharks comes through here. There's, uh, and depending on where the water temperature is, it depends on where they stage up along our beaches. If the water temperature is cool, they'll stage up in uh, the Florida uh, Palm Beach all the way down to around Delray area. And <clears throat> you'll see as many in, a, in an airplane or an environment where you're sitting up high on a helicopter, you'll see as many as one camera shot, two, three hundred in just your, your framing. I mean, there's just that many. There's thousands of them. So that's, that's another neat thing to do. Um, they're a lot of fun, but they're, it's a big game species. Sure. 
And it gets its name because it gets aerial and spins. And yeah, it jumps out of the water and it runs towards the beach. If you hook them up in the shallow water, like 8, 10 feet, they run along the beaches and they go right into the shallow water and they jump and they spiral. They may jump two, three, four times, depending on you know each animal. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. So about the beach, um, you just mentioned snook and tarpon on the beach. Right, like we're coming back into right now, it's... Uh, we're just getting about ready to get into August. Come September, they're going to have a migration again of, of snook coming down the beach for the mullet run. We have a big mullet run here. And there'll be snook, and there'll be jacks, and there'll be spinner sharks again. But the tarpon will also be coming back down the beach again. They migrate north in the summertime, and they migrate south in the, in the winter, just like our dolphin. Our dolphin fishing comes offshore, and it's going to be September and October. Our dolphin fishing will be better. And then in addition to that, we get blackfin tuna and skipjack tuna. So there's two more species that are just named right there, too. And I don't remember if I named king mackerel before or not. I may have. But, yeah, those species all come about at that time of year. That's terrific. And so you can target snook on the beach, and then the snook that you have just literally out your back door are pretty big. Right. We have, um, the snook hang around the inlets and they hang around the canals, and they're, they're not, they migrate, but they're not a, a species that takes off and leaves and, and runs like a jack does. Today they're, today they're here, tomorrow they're half a mile away. They're territorial fish, just, just kind of like a largemouth bass would be. They stay local to the area, so if you're feeding those fish or you're throwing chummies or you're throwing cut baits or you're cleaning other fish, they hang around the cleaning benches just like some uh, like catfish would do, you know, and they maintain that area, and they're there. Yeah. They <laughs> I have some of my name, and I see them often. <laughs> That's funny. Um, maybe a difficult question to answer, but do you have a favorite species to target? Honestly, I love catching dolphin on fly, and I like catching snook on fly. Those are two, two of my favorite fish to catch on a fly rod. Um, to me, they jump. They're just exciting to get to eat. You've got to tease them into eating. That's fun. But as far as overall brute force fight, uh, fishing, the false albacore is just phenomenal. It's a hard fish to beat on. on. It's got the pull. It's got the run ability. It gets you to your backing. It tests out your drags. Um it, it's, in, it's an incredible fish. You just named a number of species, everything from ladyfish to sailfish. Um, with that in mind, what gear considerations should someone make when uh, coming down here? I use, uh, depending on which time of year it is, it would depend on what species are in those areas. Because you got to remember, we have a lot of pelagics and we have uh, migratory fish. Uh, I don't think I mentioned pompano either. Pompano on flyer, just just another species. So right. we got to get up to that number seventeen. <laughs> I said, but um, the uh, interesting thing about that is eights, tens, and twelves. That's that's our main rods. I mean, I always have rods on board for sharks, and I always have like fifteen and fourteen and fifteen weight rods, and um, I'm. I'm on the, the Nautilus program, Nautilus uh, Reel program, to test it on animals. I'm actually the guy that Kristen used to use originally to test all his reels on on uh, animals, and we've caught 800-pound hammerheads on, on those reels and tested out those drags. So, yeah, I mean, you can use, I would say, a, a, a very good reel that uh, has a good drag system, an uh, 8-weight, a 9-weight, a 10-weight. I like uh, uh, even numbers, 8, 10s, 12s. I like even numbers. Till you get to the monster rods, and I go 15. Right. I go whack on you. An 800-pound shark on a fly is pretty amazing. It takes a little bit of time. Sure. Yeah, it takes a, little, it takes a lot of bit of time. But, um, you know, you're basically chasing that fish around for a while, but you're trying to keep heat on it the whole time. I mean, you're not 
on, on an animal like that, you're not trying to. Uh, it's better to break the line and instead of you know push the tackle to its limits. So yeah, we try to do that. It's those are great reels. We put um, put them to the test today on some false albacore. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they're they're phenomenal. The, the initial startup on those reels, the inertia is just super smooth. The drag systems are super smooth. Um, he's got everything dialed in now. I mean. Christian's a phenomenal guy to work with. He's got everything dialed in. I've not bought in in the last 11 and a half years, I've not bought one more of this reel. And I think I have like 32. He's, <laughs> he's given me so many reels to, to use on the boat, test, help him, you know, come up with different designs, have bigger handles, bigger, what, what, what I think, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I've been doing this gig for 26 years now. So, most of the fly fishing stuff. So it's, a, it's a great thing to share with people. Yeah. And it looks like your input has been pretty good. I've tried to, yeah. I've given, you know, I mean, he's got a lot of people that have been helping him, so but I've been at least one of them anyway. Cool. Um, offshore fly fishing can be pretty difficult. It can be tough. Um, how should someone prepare to, for these conditions if they're coming down here? The first thing you really have to think about is if you get seasick because that's an important part of the puzzle. You know, you don't want to plan this trip and expend, you know, <clears throat> your your airfare and your hotels. We've got lots of hotels in the neighborhood that I can I have uh, corporate rates for bite me charters from. So they give me decent rates on the hotels, hotel motels, whatever we whatever you're looking for. But you know you plan your airfare and you get down here. We get offshore and you're ill. So you need to make that decision first. Do you get seasick? Uh, do you, can you take medicine to prevent that? It's just an important part of really preparing for this trip. If it's something that you know like oh I think I'll be okay. You've got to know whether or not you're going to be okay. In the, in the wintertime, it can be 2 to 3 on an average day, 2 to 4, okay? There are times when it's 2 to 6. It's hard to stand up outside. So then we stay inside on the intercoastal. But it may not be the species you're looking for. You've got to be adaptable and learn to adapt. So we might be using a 10, 12 weight offshore, but now we have to go back to an 8 weight inside and catch ladyfish, jacks, snook, small baby tarpon if they're up in the river. You know, So we readapt to what's going on around us. If you're not willing to do that, then you need to you need to think about it because the most important part is for you to have fun. That's what I'm looking for. I want you to have fun and catch fish. As I said to you today, I said I haven't had anybody in my life ever that hired me to take them fishing. Everybody hires me to take them catching. So you know I'm going to do my best to find something to you know get your line pulled. As one of my North Carolina boys said, I'm going to get your line pulled. <laughs> so that's good. Um, we've spent hours telling stories um what are some of the crazy things you see in these you never know what you're going to see that's kind of why i like my job you just every day is different um i've seen <coughs> excuse me i've seen things from tiger sharks you know circling turtles and and having their way with the turtles and you know you can't do anything about it it's just the way nature works to um having people have their fly lines wrap around motors, fish is still attached, fly, the fly rod goes overside, overboard, it's still wrapped around my, my prop, grabbing it, pulling all the line back off, your backing knot still maintains and still getting the rod and reel back in, to, you know, like silly stuff like that, to hooking a rod, um, hooking a line and having a fish come up uh, with another line in, attached to it, and it was the fly line from the guys before that just went overboard, and then we get the fly line in. Those kinds of silly things. But what's interesting also is to see how some of these fish react. I had one time a fish that was a uh, spinner shark on the beach. We were about eight feet of water. Coolest thing I ever saw. 
I was with a fellow that was, had just new to spinner shark fishing, and we were using orange flies, just dusk, and the fish came in and he missed the fly. Came back around again, he missed it again. Came back around again, he missed it again. I see this fish and I can see he's getting mad. He's just, he's angry. He's so, he's so hot. He, he wants to eat this fly. He goes down to the bottom and I look at the angler and I say to him, get ready, this is going to happen. And I think I'm straight up out of water, mouth wide open, fly dead middle of the middle of the mouth, jumps in the air, he's six to eight feet above my boat at this point. He closes his mouth, turns his head, I look at the angle, I go, set the hook. <laughs> <laughs> the guy sets the hook in the air, he yanks the fish, and he, we get the fish. About three, about uh, um, 30 minutes later, the fish is at the side of the boat. It That's jumps. amazing. It, yeah, it's just like, you never know what you're going to see. It's just kind of cool. So, stories like that are fun, you know. Um, like today, I, I enjoyed watching... You had like three fish miss at a fly, and then you had one 12 pounds come up and blow up on your fly, and you weren't expecting that one. So you just never know. That was great. And the first spot we went to, uh, sharks came in to try to get Yeah, them. we had sharks, and we were dealing with trying not to feed those. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty wild place. It's a great fishery. Um, tell us about uh, Bite Me Charters. Yeah, I've been... I've been uh, it was either Captain Rondor's Fishing Services or Bite Me Charters for the last almost 20 years now. Um, I used to fish in Pennsylvania. I lived up in Pennsylvania. I had a dental orthotic laboratory, and I fished in the evening, and I taught fly fishing, fly tying, and, and rod building up there. And uh, I would fish for striped bass, and then on the on the weekends I would tow the boat different places, um, Raritan Bay, <coughs> up and down through Long Beach Island, through Cape May, through Delaware Bay, all the way down into Maryland. So I kind of learned that water, but I'd been fishing these waters here for near 30 years with friends and coming down here and spending a month at a time, different places. So I had, I, I, I said to my wife at some point when I sell my dental lab, I want to go into guiding full time. So I've been here 11 and a half years. Um, January would be 12 years. And I've been a full time guide here. And it's been fun. No, the market the market made it kind of die off a little bit there. I was fishing 250, 275 days a year when we first started the business. After 09, the, you know, it got a little bit cooled down to 90 days for a couple years there. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's an understandable thing the way the way life was then. But it's built back up again. We're we're fishing you know about 200 days a year again, and I just enjoy it. I love watching people catch fish. I love making memories. I love teaching. Um, I have my own fly fishing school here in Jupiter. Uh, an adult program we teach at nighttime on Tuesday evenings. It runs for a six-week course, and it's called. My motto is become confident with fly fishing. So I try to make sure that people are are challenged with both the sport, but at the same time, I want to make it as easy as possible for them to be able to figure it out by the time they first get in front of a fish. It's not always easy, you know. You get nervous. Your 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 body's like, all right, what do I do? I step on my line, and you know. So you you, you try to train them and coach them all the way through it. So it's a, it's a fun thing to do. I really enjoy it. Awesome. Well, thanks, uh, Ron, for the conversation. And sure. uh, f- for those who want to check out more, go to CaptainRonBiteMe.com. All right. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, Tim. Thank you. Mm-hmm.